Blog Talk Radio. gentlemen, welcome to the third episode of Arc Building. I am your host, Joe Musidla. So grateful to be here. I am recording this the, uh, oh goodness, it's Sunday, uh, the 21st of October. It's uh, a little bit late here where I reside in uh, colorful Colorado. Um, just a, a little thing I wanted to bring up. I was going to have my twin brother on with me this evening but uh well he has got a a lot going on right now um and he's such a trooper uh i talked to him this evening to have him come on and he was going to do it anyways he was going to come on anyways and i decided just with uh all the things he's got going on right now and, and the limited amount of sleep that he's had over the last couple of days that uh, try and get him on next week and we'll just have to see well how events unfold in his life so uh, I just have a prayer request for him for my brother Sean if if uh, ladies and gentlemen if you would just keep him in your prayers he definitely needs it uh, right now so um, everything will be fine. It's just going to be, uh, you know, one of those, uh, trying times. So definitely can use, uh, he can definitely use your prayers. So I would appreciate that. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. I do. I really do. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, I want to thank, uh, everyone for listening, uh, sharing, supporting. I really do appreciate it. And then uh, make sure you get over to the platform according to the scripture. There is a plethora of information and shows. uh, So many great uh, people on there providing uh, wonderful uh, information. Um, It's it's just such a blessing. And I'm, I'm, I'm honored to... Well, to be a part of it. I really am. I am very, very honored to have you... uh, give your precious time and, and listen. So with that, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. I don't, I, you know, what I had planned out, uh, for this evening was to, I really wanted to get, uh, Sean's take on quite a few things and, and well, it's just not, uh, just not how it's going to go. <laughs> but, uh, so it, it, this might be a little short and sweet, uh, cause I, I don't want to go too far cause I was, I was really excited to see what Sean was going to add to this. But, uh, Anyways, here we go. Where we le- uh, last left off was, uh, I believe it was uh, Genesis 9. Uh, Noah had uh, just gotten off the ark. Um, we had kind of discussed uh, what that looked like, what he went through, um, what the earth uh, went through, the changes to the earth. And the descriptions that God gives, and I and I wanted to, I wanted to preface something in your mind 
honestly, um, to before we start, really, um, one of the things that has really been brought to my mind by the Lord my God is is the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end, and uh, what that entails, what that means, and, and I, that's a huge amount to try and digest really when you when you sit there and think about it you really have to let him you know the holy spirit has to do that really to stretch your mind to that understanding um that's the only way really it's the only way i can even figure anything out is is him is spending that time in his word and having him show me you know, uh, he, you know, we, Sean and I went through and and gave you all the uh, the different verses uh, that the Holy Spirit is going to come in and show you uh, what is to come, and I absolutely 100% believe that. But as we, uh, you know, as I, you, we go through these uh, verses, I, I think that's imperative to have in your mind the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. It, it really helps uh, It helps get that sharpening, that, that scope, that, that refinement, if you will. I, I don't know how else to describe it, of, of, of really being able to see some things and, and have them stand out to you and really uh, marvel uh, after what he has done in this uh, magnificent uh, structure creation we call the Bible, it's uh, and I mean no disrespect in that. I just sometimes I I don't have the well the verbiage to I I, I would I don't have the verbiage to do it justice. I really don't. So I I absolutely mean no disrespect. He knows my heart that. Uh, well, it's it's the best I can do. It's it's magnificent, and uh, well, I love it. So, um, with that, let's uh, let's peer at. Oh goodness, what was I going to look at here? Well, we can go to uh, Ecclesiastes. There was one more before that. Here it is, Isaiah forty six ten, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things which have not been done, saying, My purpose will be established, and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Um, now that is from the NASB. That's what I'm going to be reading out of. So let's cruise over to Ecclesiastes 3.13. Is that the one I wanted? No, it's not. Oh, 3.11. Sorry about that. <laughs> he has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also set enmity in their heart, yet so that man will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning even to the end. Let's see. Revelation... Uh, I'm going to read from Revelation uh, 1.8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. 
And we'll finish that thought off with Revelation 21.6. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give you the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost. I think that's a, that's a nice one to end on there as far as kind of getting our minds in the right position. Now, speaking from the end to the beginning, let's go over to Genesis 9. And we, we kind of left off here, like I said in the last episode, and he's giving uh, Noah this covenant. Um, now, it's different than the one that he gives to Abraham, or Abram, to start, and then later his name is, well, he gives him Abraham. But, uh, let's see, Genesis 9:11. I will establish my covenant with you, and all flesh shall never again be cut off by the water of the flood, neither shall there again be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is a sign of the covenant which I am making between me and you. Every living creature and every living creature that is with you for all successive generations. I set my bow in the cloud and it shall be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. It shall come about when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow will be seen in the cloud. I will, and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And never again shall water become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the cloud, then I will look upon it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, This is a sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Um, so it's not the same covenant. He's basically telling, he's, you know, in, in my humble opinion here, uh, that's a ton of information. But he's, you know, first, you know, Noah just went through a very, very traumatic thing. Um, you know, he, he he was faithful all the way through, and God was faithful all the way through. And it, it's it's a beautiful thing to behold when you look at it in that light, that, that there was this... Uh, bond, if you will, between, he, well, a father and his ch child or his children to those who were faithful, which was, you know, eight, which is mind-blowing, you know, if you know if you really go back and think about that, I'd, you know, it doesn't, uh, it, it, as far as I know, uh, it does not give a counting of those destroyed um, 
but if we were to you know let's let's look at the mindset we have what a little over seven billion on the planet right now, so you know let's just go back to the days of Noah and let's just say that there were seven billion. That's a huge loss. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. My my masculines aren't the best, but uh, I don't even know how to calculate the percentage. You know, that's got to be like point zero 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 something, as far as is the life uh, that was destroyed uh, comparative to what was saved. Now, what was saved was precious. And there was definitely a plan. You know, God definitely had a plan to repopulate the earth and bring about, well, everything that's going to accomplish his good pleasure, as we just read in Isaiah uh, 46.10. That's exactly what he's going to do. That's the whole purpose, is to bring about uh, his desire and, and what is his good pleasure. So... Uh, something else to also keep in mind as we're looking and, and traversing and and uh, uh, coming into understanding of the scriptures. So now we got to the point where we talked about uh, Noah. Uh, everything's changed. Noah's now eating. Uh, you know, he's not allowed to eat the blood. Uh, so many different things have happened. Um, and so we see in Genesis 9.19 uh, these three were the sons of Noah and from these the whole earth was populated um, that's pretty amazing uh, so Noah then begins farming uh, he plants a vineyard he drank of the wine or the grape juice and he becomes drunk and uncovered himself or his leaves the tent uh, flap unzipped um, now uh, you know uh, Sean brought up a, a, a interesting point that you know uh, there's a lot of different stories about him and I'm not going to get into Ham, because it really in the Hebrew, ladies and gentlemen, and it was brought to me by uh, an elder that nakedness really isn't here uh, in the original Hebrew. Um, basically, what God is uh, wanting us to see is is that tent has been uh, left open, but he's he's also uh, trying to frame in our minds this picture of of the canopy. Uh, that once was the cloud cover uh, with a zero degree access uh, of the earth. You know, now after the flood, it's now tilted at 23.4 degrees. Uh, everything has kind of gone topsy turvy, and now the weather systems are, well, much different. They're not. Uh, dictated by the angelic host they are now more of a mechanical sort of uh, feature and uh, everything's different so you know Noah unfortunately figures this out the hard way that uh, you know when he goes to drink of the grape juice it's become fermented and 
you know, the the poor dude gets blasted, um, not willingly. You know, it wasn't like he got off the ark and was like, man, what an what an experience. First thing I need to do is get drunk. No, he he had no plans of doing so. Um, it, uh, it caught him completely by surprise. Now, as the tent is or the the is now that opening because now as Noah looks up into the heavens you know as the sun would set and uh, of course there would be no other lights except for the moon and the stars so he would be seeing that bow or the Milky Way uh, for the first time um, so God is illustrating yes that uh, when the uh, clouds form, and and he he would now uh, get rain uh, through that whole process. Um, that there would be a rainbow, but he's also wanting you to see that there is now a visible bow in the heavens. Now this kind of hit me um, because you, with our mindset of being the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end um, let's look at Genesis 9:23 and uh, and see what we can see here because this is interesting both Shem and Japheth you know this is after uh, it says Ham I'm just gonna read from Genesis 9:22 down uh, Ham the father of Canaan saw the nakedness of his father or the tent flap open and told his two brothers Outside, but Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and walked backward and covered the nakedness of their father or the tent flap of, of that tent and covered that tent and their faces were turned away so that they did not see uh, the father. Now that's interesting. Because to me, that is Genesis 9.23. God just gave us the end from the beginning. Now, in the uh, previous shows, I was trying to pound it. Uh, you know, speaking of hammers and nails, pound that, that, that uh, idea as hard as I could. That God, when he made this creation, he declared that it was good. Um, now, this is far above my idea of good you know my idea of good is uh, a cup of coffee and a plain bagel uh, in the morning that's 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 a good you know that's a good thing to me but we're talking about absolute perfection um, you know he was able to literally uh, stand in the garden and not you know we see in the later chapters of Exodus that the earth is now having a very difficult time withstanding his presence um, you know lightnings and peals of thunder and the, the, the ground uh, melted with fervent heat but we don't see that uh, he's able to traverse uh, in the garden and, uh, and and we also see when uh, the Adam and Eve take the uh, of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They realize that they're naked. They are uh, uncovered. Uh, 
um, just as the earth now is uncovered um, uh, her nakedness is exposed um, so what I see here is you know he gives you uh, three different groups uh, Ham Shem and Japheth or three different sons but three different lineages so you have two that take the garment and lay it upon their shoulders and they walk backwards now we're not given the number of steps but that does make me ponder that is interesting that well we're going he just told you we're going back to the days of Noah we're going back uh, that that opening would be covered once again um, that the earth will be set back up at a zero degree axis he tells us also in uh, later chapters that uh, well the earth would or the sky will recede as a scroll and as they stretch this garment over the opening that's exactly what I see is that he has given me in just one verse um, one two groups that uh, well they are going to replenish because he also gives you the uh, at the you know he tells you that uh, one third of the stars shall fall so this is he's literally telling you the beginning from the end you know as we traverse up to a zero degree axis the stars that we are normally used to seeing well one third are going to fall one third are going to rise but he is also speaking uh, figuratively as well as literally that that he, he tells you that the angelic hosts literally do come to earth you know satan and one third rebel they they come out of their um, their appointed habitat or their place and they rebel and they come down here um, so looking back at that uh, because you know what I'm trying to do is prepare our minds for um, the next prophecy the parent prophecy so I think we need to realize that this is the the very start of that um, that Abraham you know this is this is going to fulfill what uh, this lineage this is going to uh, if you trace this all the way through and I did I, I spent hours and hours and I still have some more work to do but I suggest you do that I suggest you go through the lineage of Shem Ham and Japheth and really really examine the names uh, who they are where they settle and man it, it is opens up a whole world of, of who they are and it gives you the foundation of all these players uh, throughout the entirety of the Bible but uh, the one thing that I want to try and make clear is that Shem and, and Japheth uh, are going to be this lineage is going to be a replacement of that one-third so right here in this one little verse of 923 is a to me a wealth of information that uh, to me 
what I see is is literally the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end, all right here in this one verse. I think it's magnificently beautiful. Um, so let's see. I was wanting to go because uh, I, I'm not going to go too much further um, because there's a whole bunch of information in between here and I don't want to leave all that out and I was really wanting to uh, you know like I said get uh, my brother's take and, and see where we could go with some of this but man there's a ton of information on uh, this whole lineage where they settle uh, who act you know the the lineage of abraham and and, and uh, uh abram and sarah or sarai uh, we haven't really gotten to the the name change yet but uh we will but in between that verse and let's see genesis 13 16 um i just wanted to read this and say uh, let's see, I, uh, I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if anyone can number the dust of the earth, then your descendants can also be numbered. Um, so this is, you know, he's giving, this is that promise. This is that promise of uh, the Abrahamic covenant that God is now going to use his well he has three wives you know so you see that the 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 lineage of the three continue you know Shem, Ham and Japheth uh you know are kind of the start but Abraham is really uh is is really kind of where the rubber hits the road I guess in, in my view um where he makes this covenant because he he doesn't really make that covenant with uh um Noah and, and, and Noah's three sons, he, he tells them to be fruitful and multiply, and, and they do so. Um, but from from you know Genesis nine to Genesis thirteen, you get to see uh, well, just oh my goodness, a bounty of information, and we're, we're going to have to go through some of that. And I you know I apologize, I am skipping ahead just a little bit, but uh, like I said, I wanted to get my brother's take on some of these things because I I would find that very uh, I do appreciate his input on this on these things. He he does have some pretty pretty cool insights. So um, the other one is Genesis fifteen five, and he took him outside and said, "Now look toward the heavens and count the stars if you're able to count them." And he said to him, "So shall your descendants be." Now that's a, a huge amount. I mean that's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing that the Lord, our God, uh, what a plan. What a plan. It's just beautiful when you start to see everything. It's beautiful when you start to kind of pick this apart and and look at all the different, uh, you know, like I was looking at the Hebrew today, the different names, and man, I, I've got a little ways to go, but it's just amazing. It really opens your eyes. So I do suggest you, uh, before I get to the next study with my brother, um, uh, please study from, I know it's a lot, but it's a lot of fun too, uh, Genesis 9 to Genesis 13. 
and then Genesis 13 to Genesis 15. Uh, at the very least, you know, least at, at least read between all those. It, it really won't take you that long. It's it's not, uh, and and then see what you come up with uh, on your own. You know what what stands out to you. Um, and then if, if there are things, uh, I encourage you to email me or, or find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, my email is uh, what for W-H-A-T-F-O-R, and then the numerals 401 at gmail.com. And my uh, Facebook is... Uh, Joe Musidla, M-U-Z-Y-D-L-A dot nine on Facebook. And Twitter, you can find me at J Musidla. And uh, it was brought up in another episode with a dear brother of mine of what the, uh, I guess the lineage or the origin of my last name is, and it is Polish. Uh, It means music or the love of music. So go figure. I do love music. Anyways, um, I think I'm going to conclude this episode and uh, let you and myself, we'll we'll see what else we can discover. And and I really, like I said, I I really want to get my uh, twin brother, Sean, back on here. It's such a a pleasure and honor to to do this with him. So, um, but uh, I just wanted to bring some of those things up, let you know we're moving forward. Uh, and even if Sean doesn't get on, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll keep going the best I can until I can get him back on here and, uh, and, and get his, uh, we'll get that other side of the coin, if you will. So, but, uh, I hope, you know, like I said, please keep him in your prayers and, uh, and thank you so much for listening. Take care and God bless.